Stefan and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. store when I went to Home Depot I had a culture not a culture shock I don't know what to call it it wasn't a shock but a, when you go to different areas and you don't realize how different you are and then all of a sudden you experience a shift in culture mm-hmm. yes that happened to me at the store <laughs> and then it happened after the store also like I was talking to our neighbor Kathy and she started laughing at one word I said. And the conversation continued, but she definitely laughed at me saying our friend's name, Barry. And she's like, what? I'm like, Barry. She's like, Barry. And, and she was laughing about how I said strawberry or blueberry. And then she corrected it quickly. Like it happened in a span of like two seconds. Wait, how did she correct it? She said, Barry. Again, I don't know because I'm experiencing like culture Barry shock. or something? Barry. <laughs> Barry. This is like when you try and correct me with your fluent French. Stop it. So anyway, but I was at the hardware store and they were talking really fast and I couldn't understand what was happening. <laughs> there was a thick accent happening because of this area of the country we live in. They speak faster depending on where you are. Anyway... I couldn't understand. And then... (laughs) Oh, dear. So that led to me and my accent, which I didn't really realize I had, to thicken also. Oh, dear. So I was like, um, I I don't understand. Like, I had this, like, (laughs) um, um, I don't know. Like, that kind of Los Angeles Valley girl... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a vocal fry, whatever it is, you know, it's that, it's that LA, like Santa Monica accent comes out. So. (laughs) Okay. I'm not really that aware of a, but But, I suppose you wouldn't be of your own. I mean, I just stepped out of my body and I'm like, (laughs) and I was listening to myself going, um, and I don't understand. What, what did you say? Like, do you know what I'm (laughs) like? I don't, um, um, was it like, just that they were talking too fast or? No, there was a definite like Eastern accent and it was very fast. It didn't have um, like w- w- I emphasized different parts of my sentences. It was all monotone and quick. And the guy had no patience for me. Well, and, which I understand. And, you know, he, he couldn't be bothered. Like like he just wanted the answer to his question. But I couldn't understand what he was saying. Anyway. I had to have a translator, so his his <laughs> <laughs> his work buddy had to translate for me. Right. Um. Anyway, culture culture differences. Like we don't realize. Like Allegra the other day, I overheard her say she was talking to herself, but she's like, "I gotta get rid of my Colorado accent." I'm like, "What? There's a call," and I started to think about all the places we have lived that I've lived, even before meeting you, Matt. But like. 
there was definitely an accent in Minnesota. There was a definite different accent in Washington state, like Seattle. Really? But, yeah. I want to say just for a few words, but not all the time, but I don't know. See, I don't know now because I thought when I said Barry, Barry's okay. Like, but apparently that was funny to Kathy. Well, it is interesting because it's strawberry is B E R R Y. But yet his name is B-A-R-R-Y. There must be a different pronunciation, but I've never heard it See, differently. I think we're just from California. But I don't we know don't if understand. we're not hearing it yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think we are. I think because we think we're the center of the universe being from Los Angeles, that we don't realize that we could be wrong. Like we're experiencing this new area of the country we're living in, and it is totally different. There are things and ways of living here that are not done on the west coast right it is totally different here no arguments it there. is it is amazing it is amazing here i am thinking oh whatever you know america is america like <laughs> i mean I, the only cultural difference that was always pointed out to me was you know the, if you're from the south you definitely have that southern accent and the Southern hospitality that they're known for, and the fried food, you know, the food, the cuisine. Um, I don't know. I know. think a lot of people take certain objections to that. But I know. by the same token, I'm working with a whole bunch of people from Virginia, and yeah, it does require me to do a little shift. I think, I think we're quite ignorant being from Los Angeles. Yes. That, seriously, we think that everything revolves around us, like we're the right way to be. We're the right way to speak. We're we're it. Y'all y'all are different. Well, but that's you. But this is the way to be. Like everything revolves around Los Angeles. When I when I were a lad, company sent me to England, and I swear to goodness, every single time I talked to anybody, I would have to have them repeat what they said. I swear that that totally happened to us too. And yet. <laughs> They seem to understand me just fine. It was a bizarre thing. I, I, I don't really have a good explanation. The explanation I came up with at the time was all movies come from Hollywood. Because, yeah, I mean, okay, yes, 90% well, of, I think of then, movies come from Hollywood. Back then it was definitely true. And so they're already quote unquote indoctrinated to understand if they want to watch Star Wars or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, even now, getting into the voiceover field, everything revolves around Los Angeles, definitely the United States, like having the American accent and all the big jobs come out of the American agencies and stuff. It's like very American centric and definitely LA centric. Anyway, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. <laughs> Okay, then. But Matt, I know what you mean. Same thing happened to, I say us because I went with a huge group of college students and we lived in England for a couple of years. And oh my God, the first day, the first week, you know, thank God we were there with friends because we would get together for breaks in between classes and we would share stories like, because we all would get lost. We had to walk to school and you couldn't figure out where things were. So you would ask for directions. Right. And oh my God, it would take five minutes to have whoever you asked explain where you're going. And I couldn't understand a word they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'm like, um, excuse me? <laughs> what? 
And then like, you would ask the next person. It was the same thing. And, it, and not only was the accent a problem, like I couldn't understand what they were saying. It was that the way they told you something, the way that they said, this is how you get to this place. We're used to saying to someone, oh, when you get to this street, turn left, go for a block, you'll see this street, turn right, and it'll be on your left-hand side. Simple to us, right? But no, it was a whole story about when this place was built and it looks like this and and -and (laughs) so-and-so walked past here and you'll see this, but that's not what you're looking for. You want to go... It was this long drawn story. It wasn't simple directions. Right. And then other things way back then I didn't know because I was a kid and it was a long time ago was I didn't know what a roundabout was. Yeah, it is kind of a weird, interesting thing. What's a roundabout? You know, little things like that. Anyway, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Okay, then. (laughs) I just wanted to say that once you feel like, oh, I'm finally blending in. Something comes across your way like that, like, oh, man, I sound different, you know, or I don't understand something. Right. Anyway, today I was thinking about something because I read an article in the Yoga Journal. It's this article called Using the Five Elements to Purify Our Being. So they go through the five elements. I found this article because I'm doing some research for a children's picture book that I'm writing. So it got me thinking. First of all, I was only thinking of four elements, which is what? It's earth, air, fire, and water. Yeah. And the fifth one is space. Thinking about that and what it means to our relationships. Here's what it is. They're called states of matter. And the person who wrote this article was Swami Shankar Dev Saraswati phd he's a psychologist he's a doctor he's a yogi he's a swami so this is what he was saying is that each of the five elements represents a state of matter earth is not just soil but it is everything in nature that is solid like water is everything that is liquid so everything that is liquid is water air is everything that is a gas So like all gas is... Air. Water is everything that is liquid. Yes, I'm sorry. Air is everything that is a gas. But then what about fire and space? He said fire is that part of nature that transforms one state of matter into another. So for example, fire transforms the solid state of water, which is ice, into liquid water, and then into the gas form, which is steam. Withdrawing water, taking the water away, recreates the solid state. So he's talking about all these different states, and I found it very interesting because, first of all, I started to think that if we can think of each person as a different kind of element, how do those elements work together? So I'm thinking the relationships these elements have, is it in sync with how our relationships work? He said, Each element has a relationship with the others based on their nature. These relationships form the laws of nature. Some elements are enemies in that they each block the expression of the other. Which is interesting. Like, think about it like two people. Fire and water, for example, will destroy each other if they get the chance to. Um. In order to coexist, fire and water need to be separated. (laughs) 
Hold on a second. Hold on. I know. <laughs> kind of like makes you think of when you're in school, right? They separate you. And then he said, some elements love each other in that they support and nurture each other. For example, earth and water love to, he, he describes it as a hug, that earth and water hug each other. And air and fire increase each other. And I'm thinking, huh, yeah, certain friends, like you get together with certain people, you make each other stronger. And then he said, and th this is, these are his words. He goes, other elements are simply friendly and cooperative. For example, water and air live together without problems, as in soda water. But when the chance occurs, they separate. The same happens with fire and earth. So even when they're friends, they can separate. When they have the chance, they separate. Like They're like, okay, I, we get along well. We make great soda water, but you know what? I need my time alone and I want to go over here and be by myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, so Matt is, Matt is shaking his head, obviously in disagreement with all this. I think... I think there's something here that we should explore. I think there's something here, but I think he's, it's a flawed model. What? Why? Well, okay, so he's, he's basically taking a look at kind of basic science from a kind of a Greek hierarchy of just trying to categorize things. And it's a convenient way to categorize things. I mean, the game Magic the Gathering has green, blue, you know, blah, 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 magic. Um, Avatar, The Last Airbender had all these different fires, blah, 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 pulling the elements together. But what you're really, what he's really kind of getting circling around and what I think all these properties circle around are the states of matter, which is most easily understood with water. So water is either a liquid or it's a solid because it's ice or it's a gas because it's steam. And to do that, you have to apply energy, which is how he's choosing to categorize fire. And there's actually even a fourth state of matter, I want to say, and I remember hearing it, and I still am bizarre about it, but there's a fourth state of matter where you get steam even hotter, it turns into plasma or something, which isn't mm -hmm. blood, it's something else. I don't know. I was terrible at natural sciences. I'm only good at applied sciences. But anyways, I... I I don't like the way he's he's categorizing these things. I don't understand. I, I'd what? almost be happier if he would have said fall versus spring versus summer versus winter. What? Because fire and air don't coexist. Fire and air, st fire needs earth. Fire needs something to consume in order to do anything. Again, it's well, it's, it's it's a clumsy analogy, frankly. No, it's not. Maybe I'm being clumsy describing what I read. But if you think about it. We all have all of these elements within us. We're all made up of all these elements. Right. We have all of that together. But yet there are personalities that don't get along. Well, there yeah, are, and there that's are true. Fiery people that don't get along with watery people because they go at war and they destroy each other. They don't get along. They need to be separated. It, it just feels like you're trying to shoehorn that analogy into this, into this guy's analogy. No, this is how I, this, I, this is how I think. And I don't understand why you would say, oh, we gotta, it's better to describe the seasons with it. It's no. just pick a different, I, I don't like his analogy. And what does space have to do with it? What is space? Space is that spiritual, like high level, level of being where you transcend all that. So I just want to be a space person then, because I want to transcend it all. 
Okay. Then that you would be that kind of person. But who is that kind of person? We all are. We're all made out of spirit. We're all made out of energy. But there are some people that rise above it. They're not fiery. They're not going to get down in the dirt with you. They're, they rise above things. I'm just talking personality-wise. Look, this is something I'm exploring. I, I, the thought came into my head. There are these five elements. And some of them are friendly with one another. And some of them are not. Some of them are downright enemies. It's interesting that everything that happens in life happens on a molecular level. So in a way, it's kind of the same thing. So our relationships are happening, are coexisting just like they are in science. If we look at these common elements, these five common elements, and bring it down to the common relationships that exist, the different common personality types, I think it's something to look at. Can water and fire coexist? I always say the earth is a small town and everyone is your friend. However, you're not meant to be friends with everyone. For example, I'm all about family, but I had to cut my family off. It wasn't good for me or our children to be around what I grew up in. That relationship needed to end. It was abusive. It was not okay. I've made certain friends out there that I no longer talk to because it got toxic. Fire and water. We all have all of that within us, but it doesn't mean that we all need to coexist together. But it's something interesting to look at to see how we can work together. Just looking at things objectively and saying, okay, this person is pure fire and I'm water. And unless I want to devote all my energy to dissipating, then... I need to go somewhere else. Okay. Let's let's try and bring this back to center. Let's try and find a balance to this. And let's go back to the actual real, I think, description of the article, the title of the article, which was using the five elements to purify your being. See, why do you get what don't don't get so bogged down with what I said. I said I was researching for the picture book and I was just wanting to give credit to where I got my train of thought from okay why are you so stuck on the exact title of, of that article because it, it helps me focus because okay, well, i gotta stop focusing on a person being fire or a person being water a person is a person a person is multifaceted and they're allowed to transition between states very quickly excuse me isn't that what i said i said we all have that in us okay tap okay so i could categorize it not being you i could categorize it as when you were going to the place at the beginning the initial story that you told maybe you were feeling very airy and very light and oh very... you mean how i started the episode and i said this has nothing to do with what we're talking exactly. about exactly but i can't help but bring things back to where what anything any scrap of where we started but maybe you were walking into that very airy and then you realized maybe you needed to be more like water a little more ground a little more grounded but still flowing and trying to make sense of it and then as you know the person was getting frustrated they were giving you fire maybe you were thinking you needed more fire or maybe you were thinking you needed to be more centered and grounded so they might be so you were trying to complement their fire state he wasn't having any of that exactly because he was giving you pure fire and you needed to figure he out. He wasn't though. Like that he wasn't giving me anything. Well, he, he was just he, was being he didn't care. Indifferent. 
Yeah. Oh my god, that's like the worst. He was totally indifferent. He didn't. He didn't care. He was just like. He he was, he wasn't rolling his eyes, but it was like that, like rolling his eyes, like whatever. Like, and and unfortunately, you were in a place where this wasn't something you could just walk away from because it's not like this was a deep personal ten year relationship. This is a random guy, and you needed and something. He, and and you know what? He was perfectly off. great. It's just I couldn't understand. It was a culture shock. I couldn't understand what he was telling me. Right. Right. And so as we struggle to understand, we need to figure out maybe how we need to transition ourselves between our different states. Yes. To make ourselves better heard, better understood. Well, in this case, I turned to or luckily, I don't know if I turned to or someone else actually came up to me that he was working with and and helped out. We need each other. So whatever element I was and whatever element this guy was. It wasn't being... Um, it wasn't mixing well. It it wasn't translating. Right. And so another element came in. And that's why we all need each other. That's what I'm saying. We all have all these parts, but there are times where we're more of one than the other. And I think that that's where the imbalance comes from. Yes. And also imbalance is necessary in everything. If you think about walking, you couldn't walk if you were not imbalanced if you were always balanced you would not be able to walk right the because fact you would that, be so centered the whole time the fact that you have to take one step and put all your weight on to another leg to go to that next step it's a free fall if you right. think about it and that's and it, and it requires imbalance you have to have faith that you're going to transition through that imbalance and wind up in a steady spot. It's a dance. When uh, scientists were trying to teach robots to walk, they realized that basically the robot was falling the entire time they were walking. It's mm -hmm. just, again, it's a controlled, it's a controlled everything. So, you know, I, I think we need to just keep in mind that our lives are a dance and nobody is the same thing always. And we could have the same conversation five minutes later. And all of a sudden we, we could be have a completely different conversation. It could go in completely different directions just based upon nothing, frankly. All I'm saying is fire can destroy water and the other way around. But sometimes you need to have air come in that can maybe blow out the fire Sometimes need... you need to figure out how to transition from one place to another place, from one state to another state, from one but you're thing speaking to another of it, thing. You're, but you're speaking of it in a in a motion that is you alone. You have to do this. What I'm saying is, we need each other. Well, and sometimes, yes, you're absolutely right. It is a dance. It is because you're having the conversation with multiple people. Or you're having the conversation with even just one other We're person. We're living on the planet with multiple people. Right. So, so, we, so we have to figure out how to get along. I'm just saying we need each other. Yes. That sometimes the wind element needs to intervene. Or in a situation where there are enemies. If water and fire cannot coexist, then perhaps having earth in there will bring things together in harmony is what I'm saying. So I'm saying we need each other and it's... It's good to look at all these different elements and see how things work out. 
I can't give you specific examples of how and why and who and what and where right now. I'm just saying, look, it's just a thought. That's all I'm saying. It's just, let's just look at this as a thought. Right. Huh. Right. And unfortunately, yeah, you don't have necessarily, yeah, we, we both go through and we both get our own kind of uh, inputs, as it were. And something that I've been thinking an awful lot about lately is uh, I worked at a job and they made us take a Myers-Briggs test, which basically dictates your personality. Well, it turns out Myers-Briggs is hooey. Yeah. It's utter hooey because we're constantly in a constant state of change and flux. And you can take the same test five seconds later and it comes out completely different. Matt, did you, did you ever watch that show the kids and I would watch? It's called Adam Ruins Everything. It's a show called Adam Ruins Everything. I mean, it's Everything. a brilliant title. And, you know, I definitely got to have he, sympathy for Adam. Well, he did a whole show on the Myers-Briggs thing and, and proved where it came from. And it is. It's 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 garbage. It's something totally made up. Well, it it's an a, again, it's an interesting thought experiment. You know, because how do you get information? How do you process information? How do you communicate information? And you know what what is your process for going transitioning through all those states? Is kind of the four letters of Myers Briggs. Yeah, but we. I don't like the four letters, and I don't like putting people in boxes. But it is good to look at, hey, this is how this person operates. This is how this person maneuvers. This is how this person learns. I mean, we all know, especially in our case, Matt, homeschooling, right. we have to figure out how to, each child is totally different. How do they learn? How right. do they process something? Right. One kid needs to move when they're trying to understand something. They can't sit still in a chair and just be fed information. Their body needs to move for it to translate in their psyche, in their brain. Other kids need to do something else to come to that understanding. So it's good to know how we all operate. I don't like scientific things that put people in boxes because we all know someone makes some sort of discovery or or in, I mean, Myers-Briggs, that, that is total nonsense. It was totally made up. Right. I don't remember the whole story, but if you go back, it's called Adam Ruins Everything and just look it up. It was something completely made up to benefit someone in particular, one person in particular. But I am in into looking at each person and looking at them with compassion and trying to understand where they're coming from and and how they're maneuvering. You know, that's how they drive. That's how they live. And I don't want to judge if I'm in a proper state of mind and rather not judge, but I'd like to be loving and open and receptive to just say, okay, this is how this person is operating. They could be fire. They could be air. They could be earth. They could be water, whatever. They could be pure spirit. And it's good to watch and it's good to realize it's good to, I don't want to say analyze, but it's good to try to understand. And I just wanted to take these five elements as a starting point to see people or to give it a chance to look at someone and be present enough by just using these five elements as a way to look at someone to perhaps see them in a way that you didn't before, or perhaps to see the conflict that you're in in a way that you didn't see before or if it's a perfectly perfect relationship to see wow this is why we work 
you know, we hug. Earth and water hug. You know, like, we blend and we make this together. Sometimes it's good to look at how things are made. And that was, that was my only point. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Love is winning. Love is winning. Well, thank God. I was pissed off. My goodness. I was mad. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Talk to you in a few days. And, of course, let us know what you think. Go to ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com and we'll talk to you in a few days. Bye. Be well.